Hello again. I'm Mark Harry, and thank you for joining me once more as we're going to the army. Well, hello to you all. And I must start with a sincere apology for the November episode of Going to the Army being a couple of weeks late. As many of my friends will know, there have been some big changes in my life over the last few months, and these meant that I was away from home and studio for the end of October and the start of this month, and since then I've been hampered by a heavy cold that left my voice sounding like a cross between Louis Armstrong and an advert for mentholiptus. It's just about recovered now, so here we are in mid-November and we have a special going to the army dedicated this month to Cornet soloists everywhere. Yes, we're going to feature four of them this month, but first let's get our feet tapping to the sound of the International Staff Band and Eric Lydson's festival march, Steadily Onward. <laughs>
onward was the third festival march in a series by Eric Leidson that began way back in the 1920s with Pressing Onward, a march I featured in the very first episode of this podcast back in July last year, and that march was published in 1961. Steadily Onward is the first of several pieces this month which were composed by the Swedish-American composer, reminding us yet again what a massive debt we all owe to him for the varied and so immensely valued contributions he made to Salvation Army music. The same could be said, of course, for many others, including Colonel Raystead Allen. And we move on now to one of his arrangements for our opening song, sung here by the Hendon Songsters, we have... Trusting as the moments fly. Simply Trusting, as we also call it, was originally a church song composed by Stite and Sankey, and it's still, of course, a familiar song, even in our services today. In fact, that very song made quite an impression on me recently in a meeting I was attending. There were many reasons why the attendance at the Corps on that day was lower than usual, and it may have seemed a little discouraging for all who were there to notice that there were, in fact, only three people present in the meeting that didn't either lead it or take part in the band and songster brigade. But partway through the service, a rather bedraggled-looking young man came into the back of the hall and took a seat near the door, putting his rucksack on the seat beside him. He sat and listened for a few minutes, and then, when we sang that very song, he joined in keenly, singing with the rest of us and quite clearly being familiar with the song himself. At the end of the song, he once again rose to his feet and left the hall. 
Now, I'm guessing that that one song was his worship for the day, and I went away praying that God had blessed that young man during his short visit to our meeting, and I'm quite sure that he did. We may sometimes wonder why we meet and what might have been achieved by such a small gathering as that, but God knows, and he's always faithful to his promise that nothing we ever do for him will ever be in vain. Well, that's something to make us happy. And now we're going to hear our first Cornet soloist, bandsman Tom Giles with one of the most popular Eric Lydson solos, A Happy Day.
Published in 1927, that solo was actually recorded in 1933. But it's only been a few years now since Tom Giles passed away. If my memory serves me correctly, he was a resident at the Army's Sunset Lodge near Tunbridge Wells at the end of his life. And I can't help but wonder how many other young cornetists he inspired to just a little extra practice in the 81 years since that recording was made. Incidentally, I read recently about the recording of that very solo we just heard, when Tom Giles himself recalled that they had great difficulty in fitting the piece into the time available for just one side of a Regal Xonophone 78 record. Eric Ball was supposed to be the accompanist, but he couldn't fit the little interludes in quick enough, so Eric called Phil Catalinet, who was a slightly more deft pianist than Eric himself, and the job was completed the next morning. Now, there are many times in life when we just need to know that somebody cares, either from a spiritual or a human point of view. Sometimes just a smile or a hug a card or a Facebook message is all it takes to let someone know that in times of difficulty and trouble, they are not alone. These next three items all have caring as their theme. We're going to listen to the Joy Strings and Joy Webb's beautiful He Cares. And then we'll hear another of Major Webb's classics, God Cares For Me this time sung by the Portsmouth Citadel Singing Company from their 1986 recording Be Joyful when they were under the leadership of the late Liz Bird. Finally, this section of uninterrupted music will conclude with another of the Army's greatest ever cornet soloists, Derek Diffie. The song Someone Cares comes, of course, from the first Gowans and Larson musical, Takeover Bid, but the solo arrangement is once again by Ray Stebbin Allen. The words remind us that God has no hands but our hands to show his love to the people who need it in the world. Through his people, God himself is close beside us, and through them he plans to answer all their prayers. Well, that's you and me, friends. What a responsibility we have from our Lord to be his hands. May we walk to be worthy of the call that is ours. Perhaps as we listen to these three pieces, you would like to join me in prayer for all those people you know who need someone to care today. People who need the care of the Lord. People who need the care of human hands. And people who just need a shoulder to cry on. Is there ever a time when you Someone 
recently had the thrill of seeing the wonderful display of almost a million ceramic poppies that have adorned the Tower of London recently. What a great experience that was. And yet it was so humbling to realise that every flower there represented a life lost during the war that began a hundred years ago this year. It certainly brought a great poignancy to our remembrance reflections this year in the UK, which culminated last weekend with ceremonies all over the country, in which many Salvationists and Salvation Army bands will have been taking an active part, of course. There is still a special remembrance edition of Going to the Army available at our Podomatic home site or on iTunes if you missed it last year or would simply like to hear it again. I considered once more using the Great March Under Two Flags this month to mark the occasion, but I realised it's only been about three months since we used it on the podcast, and so here instead is the Christian Mission War Song, which features one of the tunes that we hear in that march, Men of Harlech.
Ah, well, there's a melody to make a Welshman's heart swell with pride. But I hope we'll all still remember that we aren't playing at soldiers in God's army. This war is real, you know, and for life. What part have you been playing in it lately? I hope you see that, like I do, as a real challenge. Under Two Flags was written, of course, at the end of World War I, and this next band piece that we're going to hear was published at the start of World War II in 1939. Eric Ball's On Service Overseas is a selection that's dedicated to all Salvationists who have to work away from home. Officers and other missionaries, of course, but I'm sure also that Eric would have liked to recognise all those who were fighting for right and opposing the wrong in conflicts such as the ones that we've mentioned. This extremely rare recording of that piece dates from 1955 and a radio broadcast that was made by the Portsmouth Citadel Band under the baton of the late Harold Nobes. In my opinion, Harold was probably the finest interpreter of Eric Ball's music that I've ever met and it was my privilege to transfer and restore this recording from coated metal 12-inch 78s that were lent to me by my great friend Alec Manning who played with Portsmouth Citadel Band from 1953 right up until just last year. On service overseas. <laughs> Thank you. 
was also my privilege to serve in the band with Alec at Portsmouth for 26 of those years, and also for much of it with the two gentlemen whose distinctive sounds could be heard clearly on the top of the cornet section in that recording, Deputy Bandmaster Lloyd Bates and retired Bandmaster Dennis Rudd, who's still playing today with South Sea Citadel Band. And God willing, I'll be sharing the stage with Dennis just next week in this year's Carols at the Kings event at the Kings Theatre Southsea on Sunday the 30th of November. Thank God for great stalwarts and positive influences like these gentlemen and so many others that we've mentioned this month. Now you may remember a while ago I featured the singing company, later the songster song, One Life to Live which was written and composed by Robert and Gwyneth Redhead. Well, I had a request following that show from my old friend Phil Howell for the cornet solo Life Abundant. Colonel Redhead wrote that solo for Derek Diffie, who we heard earlier in the podcast, while they were the conductor and the cornet soloist respectively for the Canadian staff band. But the soloist on this recording is Ron Mustard, who for many years filled that same role with the Amsterdam staff band. Ron tells me that the way he first came to play this solo was quite strange. The Salvation Army Alkmaar Corps had her 100th anniversary in 1988. They decided to have a music festival by the Amsterdam Staff Band and Songsters. Guest soloist was Derek Diffie from the Canadian Staff Band, and one of his featured solos was Life Abundant, that was specially written for him by Robert Redhead. The Amsterdam staff band managed the accompaniment well, and Ron remembers it as being a terrific festival. But the next band weekend, in the Sunday evening wind-up, the bandmaster, now Commissioner Dick Cromenhook, decided that it was time to have a go with the same solo, but this time played by Ron. Now, the band was used to this sort of exciting idea that the bandmaster would have from time to time. And one of his ideas was to force the band to concentrate right up until the very end of the band weekend, so he never told the band the programme for the wind-up. It was all made up on the spot to keep them on their toes. Well, Ron continues, Without any proper preparation, I found myself being asked to play this extremely difficult solo in the wind-up. Luckily, all went well. I even survived the three bars of high G at the end of the piece. And that was after two meetings and three heavy festivals during the weekend. The audience was thrilled about the performance, and I was too. And for the next season, Life Abundant was performed at nearly every concert, and on tour, and on the CD recording. Well, thank you for those memories, Ron. It sounds like Commissioner Cromenhurk had great confidence in his soloist, and I'm sure Ron had a great time playing this solo too. So here is Life Abundant.
let this podcast pass without mentioning a group of singers who, whilst not officially connected with the Salvation Army, features many Salvationists amongst its members, including my sister Ruth, formerly of the ISS, and my own middle son Lewis. Salva Costa recently sang in the final stages of the BBC Choir of the Year competition at the Royal Festival Hall and they received many positive comments there about both the quality of their music-making and also the sense of worship, love and spirit that they exuded during their time on the stage. And that is exactly what the group had prayed for, not to win, but to be used by God through their music. They've been invited back to the BBC this next weekend to make a recording and I'm sure we'd like to wish them every blessing as they seek to further their wonderful ministry in that way. Salva Costa are of course led by Darren Bartlett and we're going to hear one of his own beautiful compositions now sung by the Southern Youth Chorus of which he was the co-leader for some time.
This is Song of Love.
our final cornet solo in this special episode is another of the many superb solos that were written by Eric Lydson. And it features yet another of the greatest cornet soloists in the Salvation Army's history, Derek Smith. Songs in the Heart is based on a song that I used to sing in the singing company with the words, Melodies heard are sweet, but songs in the heart are the sweeter. Filling my life with gladness, dispelling gloom and sadness. They are songs without words like the songs of the birds. And a solo played by Derek was requested by my friend Keith Rowland from Clacton-on-Sea. And he'd like to dedicate it to Jean and Tom, who are octogenarian salvationists from Clacton Citadel. When Keith's wife graduated from the Birmingham Conservatoire in 1982, she took up her first job teaching music at Clacton. She'd been a soldier at Birmingham Citadel, transferred to the local corps, and was immediately taken in by Corps Sergeant Major Tom and singing company leader Jean Wright, who became her landlords until she was able to buy her first home. They've been firm friends with the family ever since, and they're still Uncle Tom and Auntie Jean to Keith's sons, even though those boys are now 24 and 21 years of age. Keith also wanted to mention that Tom was a really good flugelhorn player with a lovely mellow tone. Well, sadly, Tom in particular is in failing health these days, and Keith wanted to dedicate this piece to them, knowing how much they love listening to the podcast and to any army music. The fact is that Derek Smith, of the New York staff band fame, is Tom's brother-in-law and Jean's brother. They keep in touch with the help of relatives via Skype. And Derek, although technically brought up at Hendon Corps, was actually a bandmaster at Clacton immediately before he emigrated in the late 1950s. So here, for Tom and Jean especially, is Derek Smith's solo, Songs in the Heart, from the 1960 recording commemorating the New York Staff Band's tour of Great Britain, entitled Star Spangled Music. Songs in the Heart.
things will be a little different next month. As December is only two weeks or so away, I'll delay the next podcast until the middle of the month and make it a Christmas special. You may recall we had an all-music Christmas special last year, but we'll aim for a proper podcast this year with commentary and insight on the music as well. And I'll look forward to talking to you all again then. But in the meantime, we're going to be played out today by the Norwich Citadel Band and William Gordon's March, Salvation's Song. We'll sing in the morning the songs of salvation. Cheerio, and God bless you all. Thank <laughs> you.